0: What's up folks, how are you doing today? I hope you're doing fantastic, I trust you're doing fantastic and um, keep on keeping on. Um, I'm up here in beautiful New Jersey, living life with some good family and having a good time. Up here it's the holiday season um, and uh, good vibes are in the air. And yes, we're having good, big meals with family and friends and doing all the good stuff and learning and working and and living life, um, reconnecting with each other. It's very good. Um, in general, I want to say just as like a little note, um, separate to that, uh, before my shows uh, that I, I, I know that, um, I know that, uh, I, there's background noise and stuff in my shows. I, I try to reduce that as much as I can, um. But I, uh, I record my shows outside, so I just go on walks and stuff. I don't have a studio right now. I go on a walk, and I'll record my show. Um, so it is what it is. There's not much I can do about that at the moment, um, except for, like, you know, I could buy, actually, a, like, I could go and buy a, a nice microphone um, with a windbreak, um, and that would be good, something to invest in the future, but from right now... I'm um, just getting off the ground. It is what it is. And I'm just getting it up and moving and, and getting the ball rolling here. So um, I hope you guys can bear the sort of organic, organic sound. Um, maybe a little too organic at sometimes um, with some of the wind and the rustling and the bustling and stuff like that. But uh, please forgive me um, if it's too much. Uh, but I just wanted to uh, address that at least in the beginning here. Um, okay, great. So on to our topic of discussion for today um, i want to discuss the basically like the whole the whole function of what we're looking to do here the whole function of like this idea of a garden this idea of like higher management of your system higher management of your consciousness of yourself of your internal being of your of your growth of your emotions of your uh, you know whatever whatever word you whatever phrase, wording you want to use there, managing self. Um, Basically, the whole idea of that is is that you have the ability to override your system at any moment in time. And, And, you know, it's a challenge and there's like a couple steps in order to do that, but it's like, you know, changing a tire or changing the oil in your car. It's like, you can do it, there's a couple steps to doing it. You might get a little oily, but like, it's really healthy for your car. <laughs> so, so let's learn how to do it and do it, right? So the whole thing here is, is like, you have the ability to override your system and change your circumstances at any point in time. Now, you don't always necessarily have the ability, you don't have the ability to control basically anything outside of you, but you do have the ability to control yourself. And so and so in um, extreme examples like life and death situation scenarios, um, you can't control the outside environment. You might not even be able to control up to the point, God forbid, of like where... You know, you're, you know. God forbid, this should never happen. But that you're, so one's somebody's life would be taken away, right? You might not even have the ability to control that, but you do have the ability all the way up until the point where one's life would be taken away. You do have the ability to control your own state throughout that time. And oftentimes, when you're in a situation like that, your ability to control and modulate, regulate your own internal state will, uh, will enable you to get out of those situations alive. All the more so in our day-to-day life, where we're not necessarily always in a life or death situation, but um, sometimes it can feel that way, um, you know, like, oh god, the grocery bag's about to snap out of my hand, and like, I'm going to freak out, like, <laughs> you know, life or death situation. You you know, well, you know, your ability to modulate your internal state of being is going to be greatly beneficial for you in your day-to-day interactions with the world. So it might not always be life or death. It might feel like it's life or death, but, um, you know, it's it's not going to, you know. I'm about to crack four dozen eggs. Oh, God. (laughs) You know, like, I mean, it could kind of feel like life or death, I guess. Um, But anyways... uh, you know, we, we have this ability to override and um, regulate our internal state. And so that goes for even, even in, in a case where we're going up against very large odds in our fa- uh, against our favor, right? Like we have big things stacked up against us. It doesn't matter. None, none of that matters. We always have the ability to go in and, and regulate our internal state of being. Even when even when not even if even even when even when it's going to be very challenging, even when it's going to be very very, 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 very um, horrific at times, horrific, it can be very horrific, you know, and even in those states, we have the ability to modulate our 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 being now it's very hard to do that when you're in the throes of deep um, Swings of emotion, deep swings of, uh, you know, you know, whatever it might be, this or that, uh, of a feeling, of 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 being, uh, when you're caught into the deep tides, the deep recesses of a um, fit of anger or a sweep of depression it's It's very challenging to to get a grip on yourself, but it happens one at a time, and the way that you get a grip is you start to edge in a little bit closer towards your sense of control and so and so we have to because many times most people lose their sense of control don 't believe they have a sense of control, so it starts with regaining your sense of control, and then from there, even in face of massive external challenges you can you can you can be victorious um, internally and even externally and so um, and so um, you know, what, what, what's it like? Very oftentimes we find people who, who, you know, in life they've lost their sense of control. And so little problems can come and tip them off the scales. They can, little things, right? Like, like I dropped a couple dozen eggs, right? Like, okay, not such a big deal. Like in the grand scheme of everything, even if you're very poor, like that could be pretty tragic, but well, you know, let's, it's it's not, it could be pretty tragic for somebody who's incredibly poor, but let's take an average middle class person and they drop a couple eggs, right? Okay, is the world gonna end? No, the world's not gonna end. If you're very poor, it could be a very big setback, but still the world's not gonna end, okay? A situation like that, you know, could very easily tip somebody off the scales if they don't have any, any, any sense of self-control, right? You see this with abuse with abused uh, people who have been abused um, in their life they're, 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 they don 't have the um, they don 't have like the feeling that they are in control and so they 'll cause you know big temper tantrums they 'll cause big misheavals they 'll cause big you know problems um, for many different reasons um, but but either in the face either because they're trying to get a grip of control or because something will happen and they don't have control and so they'll they'll it'll slip out of their hand you know it'll they'll lose themselves because um, they won't uh you know they don't have any they don't have any grip you know and so so but on the opposite end of the spectrum, you have somebody who is in control and they are you know faced with you know basically the biggest challenges ever and it's not a problem for them because they have their own internal state of of uh of strength basically right and so they can go up against anything I thought I I I can't remember the exact I can't remember the exact uh, quote it was but it's basically it was I heard a quote recently it's like if you have a if you have a If you have a why, then you can go up against any what. It was more or less what the quote was. If you have a why, if you have a purpose, you can go up against any what. And so, if you have this deeper sense of control, you know, purpose would be like a purpose would be like um, a sense of control, at least in your life. Maybe you know, you have um, a control for for know your direction in life that's a sense of control it's not random it's not chaotic it's not you know and now going a little deeper on your own self if you have a sense of control over your actions if you have if you can regulate your own internal temperature so to speak then you're going to be able to go up against things that are massive bears of challenges in your life that you know you can face that and it's not it's not it's not a problem for you you're strong right so so in the face, what does that look like for us? In the face of like big challenges, let's say I'm trying to cultivate, cultivate my garden, there's no water. Okay, what do I do? There's no water. <laughs> Where do I get water, right? You just have to understand that it's just one of the challenges that are gonna be there. And we just, it's a problem. We have to override that. And one of the biggest things is to be able to create that healthy, um, that healthy disassociation from the pain and from the emotion um, enough so that you're able to move forward but but not enough that you're in in a way that is a healthy distance as a witnessing you are witnessing this thing that's happening to you and then you can bring yourself back in you can bring yourself in and out basically at control um but if you are faced with a massive challenge, instead of, instead of getting emotionally triggered by all of this like thing that's stacked up against you, you can look at it from a higher perspective, from that, from that mind, from instead of from your heart, from your from your emotions, which is just gonna react energetically, boom, explosion. Right? Instead of that, just not which is not gonna be productive we need to use the mind to look at that thing from a higher perspective, analyze it and see it for what it is and then and 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 not from like not from a place of how like not from a place of can i do this but from a place of how will i do this. It's not a question of can you do this. It's a question of how it will get done. The mind's there to figure out how it's going to get done. And you need to—that's that, a very, very important thing to adopt into our um, conscious. And it's a muscle that gets worked. It's like this faith. It's this faith in yourself. It's this faith in a higher thing that that you have to you have to work as a muscle. It doesn't just happen overnight. But but when you can work that muscle, and you know, you get these massive challenges in your life, and you're able to override them because you're saying, okay, so it's not a question of whether this is going to happen. It's just. How is this going to happen? I'm going to get to this destination. Okay, this roadblock popped up. Okay, so I thought I might take road A, but I'm not going to take road A. I'm going to take road B. Okay, I go down road B. I go halfway down road B. Something pops up. Okay, I'm not going to... Finish on road B. I'm going to go down either road C or road D. Okay, I don't know which way I'm going to go. Let's figure it out. Look at the situation. Oh, mom, mom. Mm, road C looks really challenging. Road D also looks really challenging. But based on the resources that I have, I think road D is going to be better for me. So I go down road D. Okay, road down. Boom, boom, boom. You get th- three quarters of the way down road D. Something else pops up. You know? Okay, I don't know how this is going to play out exactly, but. I'm gonna to get to my destination, and it's either I'm going down this road, this road, this road, maybe I'm pulling back a little bit, maybe I'm analyzing, reassessing, re-attacking, going back in and hitting the problem and hitting that solution, and eventually I get to the goal, because I'm not thinking if I'm going to, I'm thinking how I'm going to, and then thinking just a matter of time before I do it. So. So all of these things are not factors against my decision to do something, it's just the tact about which I take to get there, right? That's, that's the thing, and that's a faith. That's a, you have to have faith in, your, in, in the goal, you have to have faith in your, in yourself, you have to have faith that it can get done. And, and it's, ma- you, ha- the, you know, that's a massive thing that somebody who uh, has a healthy sense of self-esteem is gonna be able to do that and it's a muscle that you build. That's, this, is how, this is how you build healthy sense of self-esteem. You do this, you have faith in yourself. Right, I remember when I was, here's a little story for you. When I was 18, I started training jujitsu. I knew I talked about jiu-jitsu a lot because it's very good and everybody should do it. Um, when I started training jiu-jitsu, um, I was 18 years old, I was in a new school, I had, tra- I, this was already my third high school, um, i wasn 't like a delinquent or anything don 't worry um, but I was just my family moved a lot and all of this stuff whatever and uh, and we and i was in my th- I was in my third high school and I was a skinny kid. I was really in shape. I was trying to be, you know, in the special forces in the military. Wanted to be in the military. Wanted to be operating at a high level. Wanted to be like pursuing greatness in this way. And uh, was just I was I was very alone in a certain sense. I was by myself. I didn't have a great sense of self-esteem. Um, I was sort of like this. I was just by myself. I had a couple of friends that I would train and like work hard with and stuff like that. But nothing really like no like real solid group of people until I started jujitsu. And then jujitsu gave me a great community, but, but separate from the community, what it gave me was, I remember I was sitting in class, I was sitting in my high school and I was in a class and I was sitting in the class. And I think this, I don't know about like what young girls think about, but this is what young guys think about. I was sitting there. I was looking at everybody in the class and this is after six months of jujitsu. I was in, I was, I was a skinny kid um, not very big, about 140 pounds, something like that, maybe 45, 145 pounds. Um, and, um, I was, you know, not a big kid, but very, very athletic and very, um, um, uh, in, in great shape and, uh, training all the time, two, twice a day, um, three times a day, whatever, before school, after school, um, all this thing. And, and and now I had skills to back that up—real self-defense skills, real like grappling manipulation skills. I could I could really like you know handle myself with another human being, um, even if they were bigger than me. And I looked around in the room and I saw everybody in the room. It was about thirty kids. This was the first time I ever did this. And and you know high schools—they're like a—it's like a—it's like a, its like a jungle, you know. Uh, high schools are like a jungle. They're, you go to a high school and it's, it's, a, it's a jungle out there, what do you want? It's like a bunch of kids and everybody's like not sure of themselves, so they're all trying to like dunk on each other, they're all trying to like just you know get one up on each other and everybody's just trying to like be the coolest one, they're all trying to compensate for, for you know a low self, you know, about being unsure and they're all trying to like fit into this group and this popular thing and whatever, it's a weird place to be, high school is, right? In many ways. And, and I was sitting in the room and I looked around and this was after six months of training. And I said, I know that I can handle myself with every single one of these people. I could, I could definitively, now it wasn't the whole high school quite yet because I was still a young kid. I was still small. Like there were some really big guys there that like, even if I had six months of training, it wouldn't do anything up against this type of guy. But in that room that I was in right there with those 30 people, I looked around the room and I said, I could, if somebody wanted to be a bully to me or something like that, I could handle myself with any of these people in this room right now. And that that was that was massive in terms of my state shift, in terms of my confidence, in terms of everything. I was capable right now of of handling myself in, for, the first, for the first time ever. And not just like, not just believing it, but knowing it. Not just like, you know, theoretically, but like, I know, I know for sure. Why? Because I go and I do it every single day. I train every single day. So, and I train up against other skilled people and I train against people who are bigger than me. And I do this all the time and I I rep it out all day. So I have this, not a belief, I have a knowing. I have a knowing that I am going to be able to handle myself with all of these guys. I know for sure. And man, I, I remember the feeling. I remember the state shift and it stayed forever. That state of being stayed forever and only grew. And it, it was like this part of my mind and my body opened up for the first time ever in my life. And I sat down, I felt my shoulders relax. I felt my entire system. I just leaned back in my chair a little bit and just was like, wow, I'm confident for the first time in my life. I am confident for the first time in my life. Jiu Jitsu gave me that. And why? Because it gave me a sense of control. It gave me, not a sense of control, it gave me real control over myself with dynamic environments that are external to me. So I was able to handle myself in, in, in you know in any environment now and and obviously that's a muscle that grows but but that's the whole point of this is that when you have faith in yourself you ha- it's a muscle that grows and you build it up little by little and eventually it becomes not just a faith not just a belief not just like oh I, I, I think that I can do it you know that you can do it even if it's this challenge you've never seen before I don't I've never seen this challenge before but I know we're gonna do it I know we'll do it I know we'll do it, and I'm not saying that to try to compensate, I'm saying that because I am absolutely certain that we can move through this challenge. It's not a question of if we can move through this challenge, it's a question of how we're going to move through this challenge, understand? And so that is where we all can be, that is where we can be, because because that's what it is to be a human. You have this higher level ability to rationalize, to think, to to assess things, to witness yourself, to be the seer, you know, as people like to say nowadays, to be that seer, to be the rider on the horse. Eventually, you become the master of that thing, and you get to control the horse, you get to control where that thing goes and that horse works with you. That horse now is your friend and that horse is gonna take you to great places. But if you have a couple dozen eggs, they fall, they're getting ready to fall out of your bag and you sit there and you have a massive emotional reaction, the horse starts freaking out, it jumps up and down, it bucks the rider off like, okay, so then you're not gonna ever solve any problems because you have a, you have a disorganized system and the emotions wanna react and the mind doesn't have any grip on what's going on and it's all up in the air. And it's just chaos, right? And so, in those types of environments, the, uh, you know, either the horse will make a massive reaction because they're scared, or they'll do it because they'll try to compensate for their lack of control, or the rider will, like, bear down on the horse in, like, a ridiculous way, um, almost in, like, a torturous way. Um, you know, the mind can bear down, and the, the judgment, the self judgment can bear down, it's not a real sense of control, you're compensating, when in reality, these two things are supposed to work together, and so this ability to have this higher level of rationality, to be able to witness, to be able to separate from the environment, to be able to separate from what's going on, Um, apologize for the wind, I'm trying to block it as best I can, but it's pretty windy out here, Um, just hang in there with me, hang in there with me. Follow my voice, follow my voice, like a light through the tunnel. Follow it, stay with me, great. So just as those, that rider and the horse works, so together, the same thing as your mind and your, and your emotion. Your mind is there to be disconnective. It's there to make assessments unemotionally. That's its job, it's not an emotional thing. The mind is not an emotional thing. Purely and simply, your mind is very logical. It's not emotional. Right? But it's there to be working in conjunction with your emotions. Your emotions are completely emotional. They're not logical at all, right? There's no logic with emotions. It's like if you've ever asked somebody who, you know, is in an emotional tirade or something like or whatever it is, if you've ever asked it, like they don't make smart decisions. It's like, and it'll be clear to you. You know, you'll be sitting there looking at the whole situation rationally, and the person will just like start plugging and pulling and putting this here putting that there, and you're like, that is clearly the wrong move. Why are you doing that? And and, and it's not a logical decision. It's an emotional one. And so, it, what we need to do is we need to use our that separation in a healthy way, where we can witness the the field and see what's going on and when the rider and the horse are on the same team then you can move in a powerful direction towards towards your goals right because the rider's going hey bro we got to go over here and the horse is like let's go and so the horse goes boom and now those emotions take you where you need to be and that's the whole that's how that's supposed to go and when they work together, they're both benefiting, right? They get to the destination and they get to nice, beautiful green pastures and the rider hops off the horse and he's like, wow, bro, that was awesome, nice job. And he like undoes the bridle and he like, you know, he's like, here man, just, you know, eat away, There's all the grass you want. And the horse is like, yeah, you're the man, dude, you brought me to the best pasture in the world, you're, you're the best. And so they, and they love each other, you know? And, uh, you, know, and the, you know, the rider loves being in that pasture for whatever reason, it's the best fishing in town, I don't know, whatever. You know, but it's they're both their shared goal and they get to experience the joy of that shared goal together. And so we need to sync that up, but the way that we do that is, is that it's a muscle and we start working it little by little. We start doing things that are good for our control. We start doing things like the way that you do this is, is that if you have a little challenge that pops up in your life, which is life, so it will happen to you in the next, you know, if, if not a couple of moments, it'll happen to you in the next, you know, couple of minutes or hours or whatever. Um, the next time a little challenge pops up, and it could be very small, simply like somebody cutting you off in traffic. Oh, now I'm getting emotional. Oh, okay, how do I engage with that emotion? Am I going to let that bubble up and take me over and take me and, and dislodge my entire day? And now my horse is running wild all day and now I have to, now I have to, I have to, I had I had a, 10 things on my to-do list that I had to get done and now I have to go chase down this horse. Like, Right? Like, is that what's going to happen? Or... The next time a challenge pops up, you're able to use it as a exercise with yourself. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a challenge of I'm not, if I'm going to do this and I am going to do this, right? Right. Like once you make the decision on one of those things, right? Like you don't, it's not necessarily you're doing that for every single thing in life, right? You pick a goal and then you say, okay, for this goal, I'm, this is going to get done. Right? It's not like you walk around life. And the whole idea is to be flexible towards getting to that goal. It's not about, I'm going to do it this way, that's rigid. I'm going to go this way, it's this way or the highway. That's a w- way too rigid way to approach life. It's, I'm going to go, first you make an assessment. This is the air, this is that higher level that... The, if we're talking about this in terms of spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, we talked about this in the in sort of the, the life cycle of a of a, an entire process. You can say physical, uh, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, or you can say air, um, you know, water, fire, earth. However you want to put it, that highest level is that awareness, that that overall sort of context. What is the right thing to do and where should I be going in life? What's the purpose? Where am I going? What's the, you know, what destination do I have for myself, right? Once that becomes a awareness in your space, you, it drops into your mental capacity and you start assessing, okay, is it gonna be, you know, do I want this goal or do I want this goal? Do I want this goal or do I want this goal? Ah, okay, I want this goal because of X, Y, and Z reasons this is better for me and it's better for everybody around me, so I think this is the one that's gonna make the most sense. Okay, I'm making a a decision, I'm going towards this one. Now, when you go, now, as you start moving towards that one, you have to be locked in, this is, you know, you have two dichotomies here. One is complete and unwavering reality of unbending truth, and the other is complete flexibility. How do they work together? Your complete unbending truth is I am going to be getting that goal. Not a question. The other is I don't I'm not attached to how that gets done because I know that there's going to be a million things that pop up on the path towards getting this goal done, and if I'm attached to one way of doing it, then I'm not going to ever get that job done because I- I'm, I'm going to be attached to one way, and that way was dead that it was dead you know before we even but on the on the drawing board that that way was dead so you know when you get get into the field with things you start working and you start moving, things evolve rapidly, things start evolving you have to be very flexible about the way that you approach a goal and take the goal. Right, So that comes down to that decision-making, being flexible in the way that you approach it, and then bringing that down into your you know, emotional and moving and making that action towards it, and having that emotion and that mind work in conjunction of being able to not be too like enwrapped like, emotionally in one way of going, right? Um, you know uh, oh I'm gonna I like option a this is the best way to go okay boom this is the way that I think is gonna be the best way this is how I'm I'm sure char- I'm charged I'm all turned up to go option a this is we're gonna take it option a we're, this is how we're gonna do it okay you know you know a quarter of the way in option a becomes like a very dangerous situation to you. If you're too invested into option A, if your ego is invested in option A, and you don't have the ability to like turn around and say like, oh, that was a bad one. Let's go back the other way and see what our options are. If you can't do that, then you're gonna fail. So the emotions and the mind have to work together. The emotions can't be too attached to a path. They have to be attached to the goal, but they can't be too attached to the path. And the mind has to be flexible in order to be able to come up and mobile to be able to think about ways in which to do it. Like water, it has to be able to flow, right? So, and then eventually it comes into the reality of the material um, building of something, and that happens slowly. Like you have to contribute to that thing slowly. If you go on like, you know, a 20-mile march, it happens one mile at a time. It happens one step at a time. If you go and you're building a castle, it happens one brick at a time. So. This whole thing happens from a top-down place and throughout the whole way, we're being flexible and we're working it. We're working it. We're sitting there. It's a very active thing. It's not passive. You're pursuing a goal and then and then that... And and then you're sitting there working the whole time. It's like you're standing in horse stance, like throwing punches, but you're never passive. It's you're just go, you're you're moving in that direction, constantly churning the right move, the right way, the right way to be. You're constantly overriding what sort of the natural, maybe lower level um, uh, tendencies would be as a human to just say like get mad at or get something or like, I'm going to get locked onto this path or I'm going to, whatever it might be. You have to be, you have to use your system in a harmonious way. And then you can be massively influential, massively productive, massively efficient. You can really be, you know, a powerful individual if you learn how to sync up your system like this, okay? And this comes from overriding your system. All of this is that we're talking about is overriding your system. Your system, and this is the whole idea of the garden, guys. It comes all the way back around. This is the whole idea of the garden. You have a natural order. You have a natural system, right? It's like you have a forest, right? You get a plot of land when you are born. You are designated a plot of land. You have a forest, you know, grass and trees and random bushes and vines and all this random stuff. This is growing around. There's a natural order to life. There's a natural way. You know, if you're just an uncultivated individual, you know, something happens, you get emotional. Okay, you have emotions, you have a mind, you have a body, you have a spirit. It's all there, but it's not cultivated. So you have to, you have to override that system. And that's what we're talking about. And when you learn, when you study biology, when you study the, the way that the world works when you study how these systems work together then you can actually get to the more productive goal obviously the the nature exists it still exists but the whole point is to override it to get to that productive space because a natural forest is is there it can naturally produce things and like in a you know different climates it will naturally produce other stuff but ideally what we're doing is we're cultivating something that's much more powerful than um just random random natural um sort of uh nature so um that's what we're going for guys this is the whole point override the system and uh, live in a higher, live in a higher space and, and learn how to use these things in conjunction. And the main thing here is, is that this trust in yourself, this faith in yourself and, this, and, and, and not like as a theory, not as like, mm, I believe as like, I think it will happen. No, you trust in yourself, you believe in yourself as like, I know it will happen. And that knowing that will happen is, is really more like a verb as opposed to anything else. I know, I know it's gonna happen and therefore I'm moving. It's, it's not like a, I know it's going to happen to me, right? So, like, I'm just going to sit back and wait for it to happen. No, 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 no. no. You have to have trust. You have to have faith. You have to have faith in yourself. And you have to have faith in a deeper thing. You have to have faith in a bigger thing than yourself. You have to have faith in, you know, the way of the world. You have to have faith in, you know, a higher level thing. In the source of the universe that, that all of this energy and, and bounty, you know, emanates from all that like you know faith is 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 a deep thing and you can having faith in yourself and a belief and a knowing is a knowing that is, is a knowing to move it's not a knowing to sit back it's a knowing to move i know this is going to get done therefore i move now along that path there's also a way to be on that path there's a way to be a good operator on that path right so let's get this squared away, guys. Let's get this squared away. Let's be good operators in life. This is what we're here to do, okay? So um, I am not recording tomorrow. Tomorrow's Saturday, and I will be back on Sunday. We're still going to be here. We're waiting to get back to Israel. That's our story right now. That's my goal. That's My my goal is to get to Israel. There's a bunch of challenges in my way, and the road keeps changing, and I'm waiting uh, 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 we're right we are on the path right now um pursuing various options and one closes down the next one will open up, and different things are going on we're waiting to get passports um it's a long story um but anyways that 's my goal. We are going to get to israel and i'm i 'm saying it 's not so simple right now because the borders are closed for israel because because um, because of COVID, so there's only, the only people getting in are citizens, it doesn't matter how many vaccines you have, it's just citizens who are getting in, It's uh, so we need to become citizens of Israel in order to get into Israel, there's massive challenges with that, because my wife has a whole thing with it, um, I'm not going to go into the details of that, because I don't want to um, share that um, stuff, for her own privacy sake, but... Um, the point here is, is that it's not a simple process. It's been going on for over a year. We've been working to try to get this done, and and uh, she's really been working on it more than I have, because uh, whatever, um, uh, because we didn't even know each other yet when she was doing this stuff. Still, um, but. It's a massive process. It's a long process. And we have a very specific goal. And we're moving towards that. And we're working it in different ways. And we're not attached to one way or the other. But we're, our goal is to get to Israel. And that's what we're going to do. So um, it's just a matter of when and it's a matter of how. And those things will reveal themselves in time. So, um, and with effort. So I'm excited, guys. I hope you guys have an amazing uh, day, week, month, life. Uh, and just to continue living in a higher way, be a good operator of life and to go out there and, you know, make somebody's day, man. Like what's the whole point of like being a good operator? If you're just like, you know, doing it with sullen face and, 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 you know, the whole point is to, I think of this life, the whole point is to, you know, be living a good life and connecting into source and connecting into like the highest, you know, possible thing and, and uplifting the entire thing. Right. Um, So, so why be doing that depressed? Why be doing that with a sad face? Why be doing that with like a sullen face? Go out there, make somebody's day, make somebody feel good. There's enough depression out there. We need to uplift it, uplift the world. Go just high five a random stranger, you know, you'll be surprised at how much they love it. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day.